This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning on this Tuesday, which is executive producer Tom DeCelestino's favorite day of the week. Thank you for being here. A lot to get into. As always, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. When you need to reach out, when you want to say hi, if you want your voice, your perspective to help shape the show, or, and, if you want to talk to Tommy, 855-212-4CBS. You can also hit us up on Twitter at DCEL. D-E-C-E-L-C-B-S at D-Cell-C-B-S. I'm at Sports Writer, Sports, my last name, and Mr. Bogish is at Andrew Bogish. We will get into, man, what a dumb idea to have two Monday Night Football games. Can we all just agree now, having watched the overlapping silliness and having to find the flip back button, which I don't use much anymore since I tend to stream, Oh, I have to look at my controller, P-R-E-V for previous. Stupid. So is believing in Kirk Cousins, who we've called Kissing Cousins here on the show. That guy is bad in big moments. Listener Bryce, who's a friend and uh, and listens to the show via the podcast, lots of ways to, to listen, Free Odyssey app, your incredible affiliate, and of course the podcast version on the Free Odyssey app. Just sent me a note last night that said, yep, Kirk Cousins sucks. Hard to argue. We'll get to that later in the show, and we'll celebrate Jalen Hurts. T-Cell had, I thought, a really interesting perspective when he and I visited this morning on the comp between Hurts and Tua. We'll get into that, and we'll say out loud something that might feel wrong, might feel off. The kind of statement that might make you feel like you're an idiot, but you actually need to say it, and it's, it's these words. The Eagles are a really good football team. You can say it again. I'll say it again. The Eagles are a really good football team. NFL Power Rankings coming up later this hour. Lincoln Kennedy will join us. Raiders broadcaster will talk to us about what's going on in Vegas. We'll do buy or sell. 
And with two games last night, there's two major takeaways from each of those games. And while I want to focus on the Bills here at the start of the show, they did beat up on a Titans team who I've been high on for a while, as long as this show's been on the air. When we did the the program in the evenings, when, when Mike Vrabel first came in. But there's a chance that the window is closing on this Titans team. It is certainly closing on the Tannehill era in Nashville. We'll hit that maybe the end of the program. But let's just start by doing a slow metaphorical applause for a Bills team that has done nothing but handle the mantle of favorites with perfection two weeks into the season. Hell of a performance. Absolute beatdown. Those idiots out there, me, who thought the Titans would cover better rethink their perspective on Buffalo and putting hard-earned money down. 41-7 beatdown. And every aspect of Buffalo's football team was phenomenal. Every aspect on Monday Night Football of the Bills showcased a team, at least at this point of the season, that looks like an absolute Super Bowl contender. Josh Allen, who's also the favorite, the betting favorite, entering the season still to be the MVP, put up an MVP-like performance. 26-38, 317 passing yards, four touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over, dude was awesome. And there's a lot that goes into building a contender. And I'm not going to pretend that Josh Allen couldn't be great without Stephon Diggs. That's not what I'm saying. But the addition of Diggs a few years ago was obviously a big opportunity for his quarterback. And Diggs again reminding people when we talk about Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams or whoever else you want to throw in the conversation of best receiver in the National Football League, you got to put Diggs on that list. 12 receptions, 148 receiving yards, three touchdowns. Here's a fun fact for you. The Bills' first-team offense, so I'm not including the few times they pulled those guys at the end of the year, first-team offense in these two games have punted the football a single time this season, and that was yesterday, and the Titans botched the return, and Buffalo got the ball back. Everything is coming up, the Buffalo Bills. And Josh Allen after the game, after the victory, and, and let's give these guys credit. I think the Titans, or certainly I thought the Titans last night, were a pretty good football team. They didn't look like it. I I think there's a chance it says even more about Buffalo's excellence than the Titans' demise might be strong, but certainly slide into mediocrity. But it's not easy to play well under pressure, and it's not easy to play well in Monday Night Football. And I know we're going to make fun of him in 15 minutes for being a bum. Could be bum of the week. But Kirk Cousins, in his career in Monday Night Football, is 2-10. And those two wins come against my Chicago Bears, which means he's really 0-10. It doesn't really count if you beat the Bears in anything, and you're trying to make a historical point. And my point is, it's not easy. It does feel like a playoff game on Monday Night Football. It is a different thing. And the fact these guys played this well, and that Josh Allen played this well, speaks, I think, to their ability to replicate performances like we've seen the first couple weeks against the Rams here in L.A., big win and one handily in the end, and the performance last night against, against the Titans team on Monday Night Football. And Josh Allen, after the game, after the win, after the victory, after a really, really sublime performance, sounded like a guy who knows this is a pretty good football team. You know, that's a good team that we just played. You know, having a long week to prepare, you know, we had a, we had a good game plan going in. 
Uh, Dorsey trusted what he was calling. Uh, we went out there and executed on offense. Defense made some huge stops, some huge plays, gave us some short fields. Um, good complimentary team win tonight. So, but anytime, anytime you beat a good team, it's, it's hard to win this league. So we'll, we'll enjoy this one and turn our focus to the Dolphins tomorrow. It's week two. Um, it was the most important week for us since it was the next one. Um, so like I said, we'll enjoy it, but turn our focus towards the Dolphins tomorrow, and um, that'll be the biggest, biggest game for us because it's the next one. Let's attack the cliche, though, just a little bit, shall we? It's not that hard to win in this league when you put up a 40-burger on a team and dominate every aspect of the football game, every single aspect. And offensively, as we've talked about, Josh Allen was great. Stephon Diggs was great. The protection was excellent. The offense was seamless. The only punt that the first team has given up last year resulted in a, in a turnover, which isn't really about the offense. It's about the lack of special teams excellence from the Titans. But still, everything's clicking for Buffalo. But that includes defensively. And if Josh Allen was, and he was, the correct gamble in that really loaded draft several years ago, and if Stephon Diggs was offensively, the perfect addition as a catalyst for Allen's development, that offensive ability to click. Von Miller cannot be overlooked as a guy who, despite his years and despite the fact that it was a little bit of an eyebrow raiser, won a Super Bowl in L.A. where I'm sitting last season and then just hightailed it for the other side of the country. You saw Von Miller's impact in Week 1 against the Rams. You saw it last night. This guy is a difference maker, and he's a reminder because he's a name. He's a reminder that this Buffaloes team has players on both sides of the football who individually, and they're a great team, they are a a team, but who individually can change games. And again, after, after the win, Von Miller had that special glow that comes with dominating somebody on Monday Night Football. Play the game. You know, whenever you start thinking about Super Bowls, man, it's like, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant, man. Like, you know, you just got to take it, you know, one play at a time. It's it's 17 weeks. And, um, you know, football is a humbling sport. You know, you're going to be met with adversity at some point, and we just keep preparing for that adversity. We're not playing the game to just win the game. We're playing the game to dominate the game. And we got a team full of, kill- team full of killers, man, and it's led by, you know, our quarterback, you know, our head coach, you know, the leadership on this team, you know, from Brandon Bean all the way down to the janitors and the infrastructure of this team. Team full of killers is a great line, and it's a truth, at least what we saw the last couple games. And I'm not anointing the Bills. I'm not crowning them sure thing Super Bowl champions. And they've got a pretty interesting stretch in front of them. The Dolphins are the next game up. And that's a really interesting football game. The Ravens are the week after that. And that's a really interesting football game. And even the Steelers, who the Bills should beat, are incredibly well coached. But if you want to actually have an assessment of Buffalo. If you want to make a determination about whether they can go from being great and they are a bunch of killers, we saw that, capable of domination, that's what they did, to actually being the best team in the National Football League. The real test is in week six at Arrowhead, October 16th, circled on your calendar. We told you yesterday I'm going to try really hard not to overreact to single outcomes of single games. Because the fact is, in the National Football League, you don't know what you don't know for weeks and weeks and weeks. Do I know the Buffalo is really good? Of course I do, and so do you. The win against the Rams and the dominating fashion they won last night is telling. But I don't know what Tennessee is. I'm not sure if Malik Willis is going to be starting in three weeks instead of Ryan Tannehill. I don't know if Mike Vrabel, who's got a really, and again, I'm a Vrabel believer, 
been on that bandwagon for a while. But Vrabel's got an incredibly intense, competitive, manic approach to how he coaches and communicates. And I like it. I dig it. But you can lose a locker room sometimes when you're always that guy. Don't know if he has, but it's certainly a realm of possibilities. Point is, I don't know how good of a, a win it is against the Titans. Maybe we'll look back and we'll say, man, Buffalo beat you know, a pretty good Titans team. And maybe we'll look back and we'll say, Buffalo is a really good football team, but they beat the holy hell out of a Titans team that was going to win three games this season. I don't know. You don't know. It's way too early. Here are the things that I'm sure of. I'm sure that Buffalo is capable of getting to that rarefied air in the National Football League where you are health-allowing literally a Super Bowl contender. I know that's possible. I don't have to put qualifiers and maybe and ifs and buts on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, and really, all respect to the Rams, they're the best team in the National Football League, and that's been true for four years. And I think every show for two weeks I've said this, because I marvel at it. Four consecutive AFC championship games. Two Super Bowls in the four years Mahomes, that's his stretch, has started in the National Football League. A historic beginning to a career for Mahomes, and of course a Super Bowl win. That is New England Patriots stuff. That's what the Patriots tend to do, but they weren't as consistent for a stretch over the course of their run. And my point is this. I know what the Chiefs are. I think that win against the Chargers is a really, really good victory. And we talked about at the start of the season that that L.A., it's so weird to say, right? I felt pretty proud of myself for L.A., the L.A. Chargers, are, are capable of being one of these teams that, that compete. Call it three, call it five teams, maybe it's six. I mean, the Packers should be on that list despite the start of their season. Who can legitimately win a Super Bowl? If you're a fan of that team and you're sitting in a bar in Green Bay or Los Angeles or Kansas City or Buffalo and you say to yourself, you know, drinking a beer, yeah, man, we're going to do it. You're not... And not a moron, but you're not me every year I talk about the Cubs or the Bears. And to be fair, I've given up the ghost on Chicago. There are, there are a handful of teams that are good enough. Maybe. The Chiefs are the cream of the crop. They're the most consistent team in the National Football League in the last four years. And that will be the test for Buffalo. Great win, impressive win, incredible performance. And there are certainly some things that I, that I think we know. We know that Josh Allen is one of the top quarterbacks in the National Football League. And his development, in terms of what he does in the field, has as importantly, and last night was a big part of this, been matched by his ability to play at that level under pressure, under scrutiny, under the bright lights. Not to pick on Kirk Cousins again, but not every talented quarterback can do that. Right? Josh Allen, I'm going to get a little mean-spirited here, Josh Allen is capable of going on to a Monday night football field without an adult diaper. And I'm not saying that that's not, that's not true for Kirk Cousins. I just don't know. Haven't asked. D-Cell looks really uncomfortable. Because it leads to an expression I can't say in the air, on the air there, Tom. That's, that's, the, that's the joke. The Buffalo Bills made a statement last night that the expectations and the odds and the belief that Vegas and Sports Talk Radio and fans and the NFL community has put on them are worthwhile. We're legit. What's the correct call? But the ability to do something is not the same thing as actually getting it done. And it's a long season. I got it. I get it. Ups and downs. Got to stay healthy. The big test. And there's a few. Again, I still think Dolphins are really interesting. I think Dolphins-Bills will actually tell us more about the Dolphins. But that's a tough game. And I think that Ravens game is going to be tricky. I know Baltimore just lost a game, but do not sleep on that football team. 
but the big measuring stick for Buffalo in what has been a great beginning to a season in which they're the favorites is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs in Week 6. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. If you want to hit us up, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Uh, Bogus is going to swing by. I've got a bone to pick. I've got a bone to pick with D-Cell. Didn't tell him about this part of the show. I got a bone to pick with Tom. And um, we're just going to, to lay more grief at the feet of uh, Kirk Cousins because, as listener Bryce said, quote, he sucks, end quote. It's coming up next year on CBS Sports Radio. All right, the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up game, same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code RIDER, it's my last name, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code RIDER, R-E-I-T-E-R, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be present to say we're lawful. Wait, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Again, problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Bonus issue is free bets. One boost per eligible game. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Opt-in required. Deposit parlay and wage restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football term. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Good morning. Hello, D-Cell. Hello, Bogus. How are you guys? I'm doing great. It's Tuesday, even though Tuesday is the least best day of the week. It is the worst day of the week. Bogey, how are you, buddy? I'm doing really well, Bill. Thanks for asking. Um, happy pre-hump day. Um, Andrew, no producer is perfect, and everybody misses things. But Cell missed one of the most important things of the year yesterday, and I just need your help on how to handle this. Um, yesterday was Cell's birthday. Was no. Really sec- close, though. Really That's close. That's two weeks from now when I'm on jury duty. I'll be guilty of not getting him a present. <laughs> yes, yesterday was international talk like a pirate day, <laughs> and Diesel missed it. And I like talking like a pirate. And bogus, you really do deep down. There was an entire radio show clip last week of me talking like a pirate. Where? Um, on the DA show social media channels. He and I did a whole pirate riff. Ooh, wow! But not on national talk like a pirate day. You just did it. We were, a week ahead. we were a week early because we're also trailblazers. Yeah, you guys are trailblazers. Um, do you think we could get D-Cell to do 
buy or sell today and making it up in a pirate voice. Would that be a fair request Yes, yes. for the audience? More than fair. In fact, no. that's getting off easy. No, so not Diesel, at all. Need you to do? I'm just, buddy. I'm just telling you right now. You're not going to get to that segment if you don't, and I'm not going to break if uh, you don't. We got an hour. Talk like a national talk like a pirate day. A little bit. You're a little bit behind. I will circle it on the calendar for next year. Mm. I assume next year it's it's September 19th again. No, I would circle of this the... pushing forward. I'll take yeah. my shirt off here and then and there. I'll talk like a pirate in September of 2025. You're not the Olympics. You don't get the plan ahead. This is about now. Now. Circle 11.20 Eastern Time today. Mm-hmm. September 20th, 2022. Second segment of this fine show. It's 11.20 a.m. Eastern. Or Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions. Should he walk the plank or is he still capable? Buy or sell, See? he should walk the plank. See? It's easy. See? We met our quota. We met our no. quota. Diesel. I know you don't like doing the things that are asked of you, even by your radio host. But this is one of them. Let's just do it. Let's lean into it. You look at you put a patch on, you look like a pirate. Also, you have a pirate vibe. Also, Agreed. not a compliment. Not a compliment. I'll disagree. I'd rather be called a pirate than a youth minister. They're definitely different. They're definitely different. And I mean, a pirate is is roguish, is exciting, is daring, a man is of athletic. The sea. Man of the sea. I mean, maybe you're a thief, immoral. Okay, I understand that part of it, but you could be a good pirate. You could be the Robin Hood of pirates. There's no such thing as a good pirate. You wouldn't be called a pirate if you were good. Change the narrative, D-Cell. Have you seen The Princess Bride? Exactly. Yeah. You're a hero. Disguised as you're an anti-hero who's really a hero. You're Ryan Reynolds, basically, in the superhero movies that he's in. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Uh, Kirk Cousins is is a disa- is a disaster. Are we the thi- I I just and he's a super nice guy. Uh, I mean, I really I've been around him. He seems like a very I don't know if he's a, he seems like a nice man. What a bum! Are you guys are you guys from this? Because the Bills just destroyed the Titans forty one seven, so it makes the Eagles twenty four seven win look less impressive. But that's still a domination. Are you guys? from last night's other game on the it says more about the Eagles train or says more about kissing cousins team that's a good question I thought about it all morning because I don't want to light the Eagles live in New York you're not allowed to light Philadelphia things except cheesesteaks and Philly like twist pretzels I think that's the only two things we can accept in New York um, from the Philadelphia region this is an easy one don't overthink it I, well, I don't think the Eagles are as good as they looked last night. I don't think the Vikings are as bad as they looked last night. I think both of them, I, you know, you can't, that one game can't go, oh, Jalen Hurts is fine. He's figured it out. I'm good. Nick Sirianni figured out as a head coach. Maybe the tr- the bigger trend is that Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are going to let you down when it matters most. So maybe it's about them then. But when, how has that changed from any other season that he's been in Just Minnesota? another example. It's the same narrative. It's the same exa- it's another example of the same thing. There's a different narrative to take away from last night. But the Eagles are a good football team. They're not great. I agree with that. They're not great. They're not elite. They're a good football they team. They better win the NFC East relatively comfortably as well. I think they will. I it's a, I think they're a good football team too and if Jalen Hurts isn't a disaster, if he is serviceable plus, they're going to win 10 games in that division and win that division going away. 
Andrew, you are um, I would what's the term I'm looking for? I feel like you are more cautious, appropriate, um, reserved, uh, thoughtful in your in your willingness to to criticize. Maybe compared to me, I want to know honestly. Do you think it is too far that I constantly say that Kirk Cousin wears adult diapers on, in big games? I don't think that's too far. Okay, because it might be true, right? It feels like well, we don't know. We don't know. It's on the table. Diesel gets really, really stressed out when I make a Kirk Cousins adult diaper comment. Well, I don't think he goes into the game saying this isn't going to go well for me. Let me put on a, an adult <laughs> diaper. Like, he's trying to win. I truly believe that. He's 2-10, and ten, both the wins against your Bears. It's gone terrible for him on Monday Night Football. I just, I feel bad for the guy. It's never, that narrative is never going to change. It's here to stay. Bogus supports it. My wife is blowing my phone up not to say that a grown man wears an adult diaper on an NFL football field. But who is she protecting? Kirk Kirk Cousins Cousins. or the community that needs adult diapers? (laughs) I think the latter. I think, I, I think the latter. It's, it is incredible. He is a talent, he is a talented quarterback. He is like he's a talented quarterback, and statistically, in the regular season, right? If you if you play fantasy football and you have Kirk Cousins on your team, for example, you're going to have a very nice season points wise at the quarterback position. Despite the what he threw three picks yesterday, the guy just we talk so often about winners and like this guy's a winner and that dude's a winner, but by that definition, the idea that some people win in moments means that there are losers too. There, are, he's a loser. Maybe that's the better term. He's a Loser sounds harsher than man who has <laughs> bowel issues. He's a talented loser. A talented loser. He is. He is. Yeah. He's a non-winner, that's for sure. He is, and talent is strange, but he's a certainly more talented, typical quarterback than Jalen Hurts, and I would take Jalen Hurts 100 out of 100 times I, in a football game that matters. He's got to be somewhat talented because, I mean, he's had the opportunity to play on a Monday night football 12 times. Like, if you just outright stink, you wouldn't be around for that long. Two and ten, and his only wins are against the Bears. The only thing about that stat that I wonder is why the Bears were ever on Monday Night Football. Why my Bears were ever on Monday Night Football. Chicago, baby. Markets. TVs. Yeah, it, it, is, it is a big market. I wouldn't – so the – I would not – I'm trying to think of a, of, a, of a city that has a quarterback need. If I were the Titans, I would not want Kirk Cousins, for example. You already have him, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and – it, it's it's Malik Willis time, right? Is that is that where we are? Kid I don't out know. Of Liberty. I don't know about if it's Malik Willis time in week three, but it's time to know this year if Malik Willis can be your starter next year. So their their schedule is not. It depends what you think of the Colts if, in terms of the Titans turning their season around. They've got the Raiders next. They've got the Colts two of their next four games, and they've got the Commanders in there. Well, don't go any farther than next week because the Raiders are 0 2 as well. It, whoever loses that game is basically out. You're not recovering from 0 3, even with an extra game. That's just, that's, that's, it's crazy in September. But a loser next Sunday, that their season's basically over. Man, I, I would have a week ago, 24 hours ago, I would have taken the Titans over the Raiders. I bet on the Titans to cover last night. That did not go great. I'm not sure the Titans are any good anymore. They were they were awful in every aspect of that football game. 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, this is not the NBA where you can just trade everybody and do like a rebuild. But I don't need to change head coach. And agreed. But like, it's just this this group led by Tannehill and Derrick Henry and some of the veteran defenders. Like, it's just it's run its course. Like, they're not going to go any farther than they already have. Derrick Henry looks old, and what is the stat that you 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 sent me, uh, D Cell? His yards per carry is what three point one. 3.1 yards per carry, 107 total rushing yards through three games. That used to be a half for him. Yeah, it was. You're right. I mean, like, I'm with you. If they fire Vrabel, there's no indication he's in the hot seat. That guy will be the top of the list to be hired when the next round of openings roll around. I have a lot more confidence in any Mike Vrabel team, regardless of their circumstances, than a talented team with Kirk Cousins at, at the helm. You you cannot you cannot fire Vrabel. It is hard to find coaches at that level. Now, if his voice doesn't work anymore, and we talked about this earlier, Andrew, he's a pretty in, he's a pretty intense dude. We've seen that happen with Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll has a different approach, but they just got rid of everybody, and his voice connected for a few years before Russell Wilson went away. All right, national talk like a pirate day. DC, I need you to lean into this, man. I need you just like in an hour, buy or sell pirate voice. It'll be great. I want you to stretch your your creative wings a little bit. I was really looking forward to today's buy or sell too, and now and now I'm just nervous. Don't be nervous. I mean, it's really easy. You just say "arr" and you talk like this, and then you don't know what to say, or you feel the accent going away. You just say "walk all," you know, "walk the plank" for no reason. Got it. I'll That's do it. my best. I got to get into character. I'm pretty excited for you, uh, Andrew. Everything good? Everything else? Anything else going on in the world? Everything? Everything all right? Every the Kluger, uh, things okay. I'm playing Adam Klug, your guy in fantasy baseball, a uh, former producer of the show. I know, we talked yesterday. And the guy had four homers and four stolen bases yesterday, and he had like six guys start. So that was a gr- I'm going to lose to Adam. I'm just telling you, your guy's going to probably beat me. It's hard. That's like, you know, your dad and your other dad fighting. Uh, and I don't yeah. want any, you know, there's no real losers or no real winners in this scenario for me, but. You know, I knew Klug. I've known Klug longer, so I think that's the tiebreaker here. That's 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 where you're going. I think so. I wish I could find that clip and play it. Eight five five two one two four CBS. If you want to give us a call, we've got NFL power rankings coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more 
at NavyFederal.org. Last night, Eagles cornerback Darius Slay picked off Kirk Cousins twice in Philly's big win. Slay also held Vikings top wide receiver Justin Jefferson to just six catches and only 48 yards. Great performance. Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. Um, you know what, D-Sell, I'm very excited. You know why? I know Tuesday's not your favorite day, but it does have one of our favorite segments, NFL Power Rankings. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NFL Power Rankings. Number five. Let me ask you a question here under number five. What is your philosophy, your view in a power rankings format on ties? Uh, Not a fan of it whatsoever. So I think that means you're about to have a tie here. Don't have a tie. I thought about it. Your predecessor, who has a similar name to you, Tom DiBenedetto, hated ties so much that I called him Tommy Tie Ties. <laughs> One of the few nicknames I don't have. Yes. Um, we're at number five. So I've got I've got the Bucks here. And I understand Tampa Bay has not looked overwhelmingly excellent over the start of the season, but they found a way to win those football games. And uh, I'm not making an excuse for the guy. We all have personal lives. We all have family stuff we deal with at one time or another. We all have things we're going through. And you have to do your job and you have to figure it out. And that includes Tom Brady. But I do think, D-Cell, there's a bit, there's some there's some information out there about why maybe Brady's not quite as sharp as he could be. And he's going to get this Wednesday Veterans Day off. And we've seen him over time, whatever the beginning of his seasons. And he's had some lackluster beginnings to his seasons over the course of his all-time great career. All of which is to say, I'm still pretty high on Tampa Bay. And I think they're still at the end going to be a pretty good football team. Number four. So this is the only team on the list with a loss. It may make Eagles fans or even Giants fans a little frustrated. But I got I have the Green Bay Packers here. I, I just happy to have left them off the list after that debacle in week one. But as we have talked about, as Aaron Rodgers talked about post game of Sunday Night Football, they lost last year in, in pretty dramatic fashion in the first week, and it didn't matter. What I saw from that game is in Aaron Rodgers, who's going to figure it out with his receivers, a defense that is good enough, and a Packers team that, again, is going to dominate a bad division. It's a bad division. The Bears are terrible. Kirk Cousins can't win big games. And I like Detroit a lot to fight hard and, and play better. But what is that? It's winning six games, maybe, or, or, or seven games, somewhere in that range? The question for Green Bay is going to be the same question it's been the last several years. When you get to the postseason, second round, or the NFC Championship game, can Aaron Rodgers in a couple of those critical drives, a couple of those critical moments, single-handedly win the football game? He's capable of doing it from a talent perspective. He has not done it many of the last few seasons when they made those deep runs. But as a football team, largely because of Aaron Rodgers, they're excellent, and I'm not keeping them off the list. Number three. Here we go. Let's get interesting. Your Miami Dolphins. And not only are they here in part because they're undefeated, blah, blah, blah. I actually think they're going to be a really good football team. Remember, Tom, one of the things we talked about in the offseason was how good that defense was roster construction-wise and how effective they were under Brian Flores. They 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 just were. It was the offense that was the question mark. It was Tua that was a major uncertainty. 
they bring in Tyreek Hill and some offensive linemen to shore up the offensive ability. And I think my sense and the sense of people around the National Football League was, okay, if Miami, if Tua can be okay, if he can be serviceable with that defense, maybe they can be a pretty good football team. Remember, Brian Flores got fired after a pretty successful season, especially in the context of the Dolphins. Well, Tua's coming off a six-touchdown performance, four passing touchdowns in the fourth quarter, a 21-fourth quarter, 21-point fourth quarter comeback he was extraordinary and I'm a huge Jalen Waddle guy I, I think he's an absolute stud you pair him with Tyree Kill you get the kind of potential the output we saw from Tua why not this Dolphins team why not the Miami Dolphins as a legit contender I said it they're here and I think they're I think they're here to stay number two they won last night, 41-7. to They're the betting favorite. They've beaten the defending Super Bowl champions. But the Buffalo Bills remain at number two for the foreseeable future. Look, we started the show with Buffalo. I don't need to belabor it. And I know many of you would have put them at the very top of the list. I got nothing but praise. Josh Allen's a beast. Stephon Diggs is incredible. Von Miller might be 30-something, but he plays like a 27-year-old. They're very well coached. And culched, whatever that word means. They have built a culture over the last several years behind Sean McDermott that's extremely impressive and I, I think probably underrated in terms of its impact on that organization and that team. But you don't get to be the big dog until you take down the big dog, and that brings us to number one. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Do you think I'm a bit of a Chiefs homer, Cell, or do you think I'm. Here's my thing. I just. I think, as human beings, and I'm, I'm guilty, of this, guilty of this too, we like the shiny new thing. We, we like change. We like things that are different. We like things that are unique. And the Chiefs are no longer that. But it doesn't change Mahomes' general excellence. That, all, that defense has gotten better every year under Spags. Like, every year under that coordinator, they've improved. They've gone from being the worst in the NFL to, you know, if they could just be in the bottom, you know, 23rd to middle of the pack to, to arguably pretty interesting. I just, I don't see any scenario where the Chiefs are anything other than the best team in the National Football League until the Bills beat them. Honorable mention. The Eagles came really close to be on this list. Would you have judged me if I put the Eagles on here, D-Cell? No, no. I didn't know if the Eagles and the Dolphins were going to get on this list. I was interested to see what you were going to do. I didn't do a tie. I thought about Tampa Bay and the Eagles, and I just couldn't get there. And I thought if, if, if the Bucks played the Eagles Thursday night or Sunday, who would I expect to win that game? And for me, the answer is still Tampa Bay. But this is a really good Eagles team. They're really, really good defensively. And Jalen Hurts. And I love this. You made this point, and I'll bring it up now. I meant to bring it up last segment. Actually, you do it because it's your idea, and I really like it. You see similarities between the honorable mention-led Eagles under Jalen Hurts and, and Tua Tungavailoa, who's got his team at, at number three. I just wonder in the media, whether it's local or national, whether we try to discredit Jalen Hurts the same way we try to discredit Tua. He's not the six foot four conventional pocket passer. And you know what? That's okay. Maybe he doesn't have to be. It's the NFL in 2022. Why are we so interested to find ways to discredit him? He's a good quarterback. Forget what you think he has to be. He is what he is. Good athlete. Gets it done. 
He's sort of a um, poor man's Lamar Jackson, right? I mean, like he's a he, he's not. A, you're right. He, he's not a typical pocket passer. But the thing about him that I'm so impressed by is his his poise. He just, you know what it is? He's like the, he's the anti cousins. He's Hurts is a winner, man. And and I think he's got the team around him to actually start winning some football games. Here's your participation trophy. This one goes to the Chicago Bears, and I want to thank them for. Ter- for participating in the false hope that defines every single season for my Chicago team. Yeah, we beat the Niners in a monsoon. We're going to be... No, we still are really bad at football. Better luck next time. Uh, This goes to the Titans, the Raiders, and the Bengals. I won't mention the other 0-2 teams, but those are the 0-2 teams who had better win in Week 3. Would you agree, Diesel, that every one of those teams believe that they had Super Bowl potential this year certainly the Bengals and the Raiders and I bet the Titans did too and if they lose next week now two of them play each other you get to 0-3 and it's over better luck next time boys should we we do one more at least you tried I want to go with the New York Giants here I don't actually know if the Giants are good at football or not but they are 2-0 and And that the thing is uh, about, about the Giants it's always hard to tell because the New York media is a massive place, and they tend to be really into it. They're, um, they're differential, right? They, they're 2-0, and they've won their two games by a total of four points. So it's, it's, not like they're, it's not like the plus 20 that the Eagles have or the plus 26 of the Chiefs and the Bucks, or the plus 55 of the 2-0 Buffalo Bills. Yeah. But they're – I mean, you watch – wait, hold on. Let me get this straight. So you are a Jets fan because you make bad choices, according to Bogus. Uh, I feel as though I don't make bad choices. It usually turns out that way, though, in the long run. That was Bogus's read, not mine. You made a great choice producing this show because you get to do a pirate voice in about 30 minutes. Have you watched any Giants games with any consistency this year? Because I have not. I, I've watched them on Red Zone. I, I have not watched... You know, some, I'll have one game on and one game on Red Zone. I have not chosen the Giants as that game yet. Oh, yeah. I've checked in with both games. And so what's your read on these? Are, are they are they better? They're better than they were last year. Should they definitely be 2-0? and No. I think they were fortunate to win both games. But they put themselves in those positions where they could win those games. There's definitely progress there. But don't be fooled. They're, they're, they're not going to rise that quickly. Let me ask you a question, and Lori's not going to love that. i, I got to be careful of the details. I, My wife is involved in various charitable, educational, nonprofit stuff. She's awesome. She does. She, I have been asked to moderate a, a thing that I don't want to do. <laughs> the short version is I've been asked a good Samaritan and be the moderator of what will be a pretty intense public conversation. I don't want to do it. Am I required to do it? Well, here's the thing. As moderator, you do have to know when to jump in, but you're not supposed to get that intense. Like, right. you have to know when to cut somebody off, and you have to yep. know who, who needs more time, who needs more room to talk. But you're not supposed to get as intense as the people who are, you know, in theory, debating each other. And you're worried that I can't do uh, that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm worried you're going to jump right into the debate. And uh, there's going to be no moderator. Right. Let me, hey, that's a great point, Steve. Hold on. Let me, but like, did you ever think about this? Here's what you meant to say. 
this is like the thing. I come back last night. Now that my life is hard, but I come back last night from a tennis match that went three sets that I that I did not win, and I'm exhausted, right? Because whatever, first world problems. But it's late, and, and like I get home and I tuck the kids in, and I try to tuck the kids in. I'm a bad parent. They stayed up late. Mal and my daughter snuck out and watched Only Murders in the Building with me. And so at like 10.30 or 11 at night, and I get up really early in the morning. Kids are finally asleep. We're sitting there talking. And literally my eyes start to close. And that's when she hits me with it. Does your wife do this too? It's when my eyes are closed. Like I'll be laying in bed and we'll be talking for 20 minutes. And then I'll be, all right, babe, love you, going to sleep. And then as soon as I'm halfway asleep, it's my parents are visiting in three weeks. Or whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> so the message is. Clearly it's calculated. This is not by accident. Yes. Yes. So I think I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't think it went over super great. But you make a good point. I I don't want to do it because I, I I take too seriously the obligation of this responsibility that, as you pointed out, D-Cell, I can't live up to. I think you'll have the best of intentions. I think you'll go in there knowing what the task at hand is, but I don't think you'll be able to help yourself. Yeah, I don't want to get too power hungry. I was talking to a 12-year-old the other day, a 12-year-old girl that's friends with my daughter, and she, she refs soccer games. Like, oh, do you like to ref soccer games? She goes, yeah, I like having power over adults and tell them to back off. Like, oh, man, I saw the look, the gleam of power hunger in her eye. I don't want that, Diesel. As a moderator. I think you do, but you don't. I'm not doing it. I gotta figure out how to get out of it. Uh, Lincoln Kennedy played for a long time in the NFL, former Raider, Raiders analyst. That team is not where they wanna be, their own two. We'll get some perspective from him next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.